All right, come by Chinchin Jaya or bye. If bye. Right. Kyo Nayobi, it's Kayobi. Today is Tuesday, December 27th, 2016. This is hosting Nana Chiyoki. This is not the Metal Mode Podcast or the Japanese Metal Show. It's just another bonus. On the 12 days of podcasting, today is day 9, where me, myself, and I don't ask, challenge ourselves to podcast for 12 days in the month of December. It's another. Come by, chin chin chai, oh bye. Alright, this year is coming to an end. Um, I hope, and I did um, experience another real nice Christmas. So, what dawned to me is um, so I moved here, uh, California, San Francisco, back in 1991 by myself、uh, when I started college. And my uncle, my brother's younger brother, his family、uh, was living here. So since 1991, it's been a tradition to、uh, basically Christmas Day, Christmas dinner was at his house. But throughout the years, like his,、uh, I have three cousins and they're younger than myself. They're little kids when I, when I started going there in 1991. And after, you know, gradually they graduated from school, they left the house,、um, you know, they're doing their own thing. So this year it was just basically my, I took my designated driver, okay, because I got to make it home. And、um, my uncle, my aunt, and my, one of my cousins. So、um, she was there with her boyfriend. So. Since we're all adults and mature, it's, it's always like、um, the type of conversation that you have at a Christmas dinner, dinner table with your friends or family. It really like changes, right? With, you know, depending on, like, since 1991, I mean, it's, it's to think of it, man, the type of conversations that we kind of have completely morphed. And now we're in, in what, 2016, all these years later, you know. Um, things have changed, so I figure I want to play some tunes, but I figure that I would just like maybe highlight、um, the type of conversation that I was having with, with my、um, family, I guess. And、uh, that is what I decided to do today on today's day nine out of twelve, we're almost there. And、uh, yeah, hallelujah. Yo, so let me take a real quick sip again. If you are at Starbucks, you should start listening to this show because, yeah, instead of sipping on some latte, yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about right now, but it's kind of nice. It's nicer with a nice cold brewski. I, I am drinking a Asahi beer. This beer is.、Um, Not from Canada. This Asahi was brewed and、uh, canned in Japan and it was imported here to the United States of America. So let me take another real quick sip. So I don't, I don't like, <clears throat> I don't know what kind of conversations、uh, you, um, you guys and girls had, but 
So this is how the night started. So it's my uncle and my aunt and uh, their daughter, so my cousin and her boyfriend. First time meeting him. Um, and they're in their, I don't know, what, late 20s? So, and then it's my designated driver and I, um, and they have a new dog, a Labadoodle, and uh, it's only a year and a half old. Really cute. So for some reason, when you have people, so like my, my aunt and uncle, they're in their 60s, I'm in my 40s, um, and my cousin, you know, probably like early 30s, late, late 20s. I'm not really sure I lost count at this point. But for some reason we started, or they started talking about hair, okay? So when you have a group of people around this age, it's like, it starts off with like, what do you do to take care of your hair, right? So you kind of, everybody's like, well, I take biotin. So for me, it's like, I take biotin. It's like a vitamin. It says it's good for your nail and your hair. And I know for a fact that um, ever since I started taking biotin, my nails started growing really fast because I would have to trim them more. So I know it's doing something, right? Um, and then you go, well, you could put the Rogaine solution on your hair or you could like um, get these shampoos. Um, they're totally organic, totally, there's some vitamins in there that prevents the HTC hormones or whatever. I'm not really sure what it's all doing, but, you know, we talk about the type of shampoos that we use to make sure that our hair is growing nice and strong and healthy, right? And then, um, the discussion, um, started going to the wigs, how wigs nowadays or hair extensions, I should say. Back then, they were using synthetic hair, and it told it told you could tell if somebody's wearing a mop, right? Like I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, Trump has so much money, that thing looks fake, right? So I think he's using synthetic. That put aside, and and I know for um, for a while, people were using like horse tail, right? I think. So it's more natural because it's real, right? But it's just not from a human. And then, um, so that's what they were talking about, how the current um, hair extensions look so natural. And then I'm like, well, and I'm like, well, let me bust that with some information that I gained. And this is totally random. I go, well, do you know this diversion hair? And my aunt's looking at me like, what are you talking about? Diversion hair. And I know, I know for a fact that in her mind, she's like, man, dirty old man. All right. A virgin's hair. And I was, I'm like, oh, here, check this out. There's all these little um, cities or towns, I should say, in India, where when you go to these little towns, all of the ladies have beautiful, beautiful long hair. And the reason why they have this beautiful, beautiful long hair is because once a year, this a company comes and they buy hair from them. So they'll come there once a year. They trim their hair, and um, they take it back. And take it back. Hold on. So they take it back to or all these hair extensions that you see nowadays. And when they're labeled version hair, it's because these people in these little towns, or this is what I was told. 
little towns, little cities in India in particular because people there have real gorgeous hair to begin with, the females. It's called the virgin hair because since they were born, they have never cut their hair. It's not just that. It's just that they have never washed their hair with any chemicals, any type of commercial shampoo. It's the body oil, okay? And it's the rain. So nothing unnatural has ever touched the hair. That's why they call it diversion hair. It's never been contaminated by all these head and shoulders or what have you, these commercial grade shampoos. So this company will go to these little towns and cities in India and these gals will come and they'll get their hairs trimmed or cut. And these hairs are preserved and they're brought to uh, probably the Western world and they're sold for hundreds of freaking dollars. So nowadays, a lot of these hair extensions they look so freaking real because they are real and because they're so virgin. They've never been touched by any type of chemicals. And at this point, the dinner table Christmas, they're all looking at me like, um, number one, why the hell do you know this kind of stuff? So I'm like, like hold on. <laughs> Hold on, hold your horses. Okay, so it just so happens that this girl that I um that that I heard um that works for me recently, she started coming to work with different hair, and I I just had to ask. I'm like, that looks really re real, but like on Friday you had short hair, D today you have long hair, and she kind of explained to me about this whole. There's a website where you could really buy these um, diversion hair. And she explained to me what diversion hair was. And I, I'm telling you, man, it's like a couple hundred dollars to get this premium version hair to stick on her skull. And I'm like, I mean, I, I mean, just thinking about putting a wig on, if it's all synthetic, it's all cool. But like, actually, have you ever thought about like you're wearing or you have this hair extension tied onto your scallop, right? Um, and it's somebody else's DNA. It's, it's kind of weird, huh? And she started like giggling. She's like a, I don't know. She's a millennial. Okay. And I'm like, well, one other thing I thought is like, if you are committing a crime, right? And if you drop your virgin hair on your hair extension, and if the forensics are like trying to analyze the DNA, they're going to trace back some little like girl in India somewhere in a small town. And uh, yeah, I don't even know what I'm talking about right now, but that was hair. Okay seemed to be the topic of the Christmas conversation um, this year, 2016. Yo, so come by, chin
All right, so that was full speed ahead from the album Zone of Alienation, released back in 2012 from a band called Steel Wing. Steel Wing was a, was a Swedish band. Now they have disbanded, but it's a band that I just came across like a month ago. And I was like, man, these guys kind of sound like, um, so this was what, 2012. Um, I guess these guys like pretty much must have worshipped all the Motley Crues and stuff like that. And they really reminded me of one of my favorite bands from Toronto, Canada, Skullfist. So, hopefully you guys enjoyed it as much as I did. And again, remember what I'm trying to do for this uh, 12 Days of Podcasting in the month of December is like, you could pick up a gift. The best gift in the world is music. You could give it to people and you could give it to yourself. So Christmas is over. So it's now it's time to start giving to yourself. So if you would like to, if you like any of these bands you've been, or that I've been playing that I, it's, I'm not going to play the Iron Maiden to Dawkins, the Van Halen's, um, David Lee Roth's wingers, Warren's white line, the mainstream, but like what I, what I kind of had in my head, it was like, let me just play these non-major groups and um again the whole the mantra of um podcasting is i i believe that um i play this stuff and um yeah i believe if i or if you are exposed to something some band that you've never heard of through this podcasting medium you may be like who the hell are these guys and you'll start Googling, Googling like Steel Wing and you may end up buying their record or you may end up going to their shows. Um, like, so, well, they disbanded, so you can't go, but I'm just like, I'm just saying that, um, the best way to support the band that you like is first, you need to know that the band exists. So hopefully this podcast and medium is able to expose you to a band that you have never encountered in your friggin' life. And hopefully it'll, help the music industry um because without these bands man there is no music and these guys they're not going to do it free for for free for the rest of their lives right at a certain point they're going to have to kind of decide um if they want to continue making music because because they have to make a living right so let me take a quick sip So that was Steel Wing, a Swedish band that is uh, no longer, they have disbanded, but uh, really cool stuff. Um, so, but if you, if you like that track right there, I guarantee you'll like Skullfist and they're from Toronto, Canada. So, um, so, <clears throat> so we're sitting at the dinner table still, right? So again, it was a year of hair and uh, so my uh so my my uncle my aunt uh, my uh designated driver my cousin her boyfriend first time meeting him um he's like a he's 29 years of age he looks like a total hipster a uh he's an architect um real nice guy and he has a beard and uh during after the the whole other hair diversion hair conversation um for the beard talk started coming up. So, um, 
I no longer have a beard. Um, it's just, it's pretty short. Um, and so he's, so because people that have never had beards or grown beards are kind of curious about the whole beard. Why? Um, yeah, there's a lot of inconveniences, right? Like at a certain point when you grow a beard, um, a long enough beard, well, first, first let's say, so you could have a stubble, right? And then they're like, oh, when, when do you, um, know that, like, when do you, well, okay. When you're growing your facial hair, at what point does it become a facial hair and not just a stubble? So I'm like, well, my definition of a beard is when you're washing your face, okay, in the shower, there's a certain point where you're using facial wash, right? But there's a certain point where you're like, wait, hold on. Should I be using shampoo for my beard? And that is when you know that you no longer have this little stubble going on. And that you have a beard. There's a lot of other things that you will start noticing in your life. When you have a beard, certain things you cannot eat because they end up all over your face. One of the first things is soup. You cannot drink soup. It'll get all over your freaking face. Okay. A croissant. Okay. It's very flaky. You cannot eat that anymore when you have a beard. Okay. It gets all over your face. And then, so my, um, so we're talking about, you know, we're just talking about beard talk, what you can eat, what you can't drink, etc. because it gets messy. We're starting to talk about certain products that you start using and, um, they're like, well, what is a beardsman? So you have, um, a stubble like, um, uh, George Michael style, right? Rest in peace, but faith the faith of faith, that stubble. After that, you start getting a beard, right? Because you're starting to think about shampooing your face, okay? But then, at a certain point, you become a beardsman. So, they're like, well, where's that turning point from just having a beard to becoming a beardsman? So, from my experience, I just said, well, a beardsman. So, when you have a beard, you get these can't combs, okay? There, there are these combs that you you brush your beard, so it's nice inside. You put some uh, oil on it, make sure it's not like uh, you don't make sure it's hiding all the splinters and stuff. Okay, you know you're a beardsman when you need to graduate from the can't comb to a brush, a brush that is made out of um, a black boar's hair. Okay, this thing is like really black boar's hair and it's a full-on brush and now you're brushing your beard okay and the sensation that you get when the brush is contacting your beard and when it's kind of pulling on your cheeks and your um you know just your face it's it's something that only a beardsman will ever experience in his i say his because it can only happen to a dude um to him 
It just feels so good. You put some oil on your nicely uh, shampooed uh, beard. And now you're not combing it, but like brushing through it. And that's when it's like the Viking style, right? That's when, yeah, you know, you, you are a beardsman. So that is when you qualify to be called as a beardsman. And that's what I think. Um, I had a beard for probably like two and a half years. It's pretty fun. So and then um, my cousin's boyfriend's like, so when did you decide to chop that sucker? Like cut it all like sayonara style and i said um number one you can't do it right after summer because like during the summer you tan right so you're like where your hair is thinner or where you do not have hair like your cheeks upper cheeks and your forehead it's all dark from the sun everything under the beard is white so that's timing wise you can't do that right after summer okay so you got to time it right and to explain why or when i decided to cut my beard chop it off okay two things so i i go um to work i call it working off the beer let me take a real quick sip <clears throat> this asahi from japan all right <clears throat> But um, when I go, I go running up in the hills, um, in in like a forest area, um, up the hills, down the hills, San Bandro Valley, and uh, here in Pacifica, California, real, real like you see nature everywhere. Like there's just deers everywhere. There's I I see bunnies everywhere, and during the summer, I mean, I'll happen to see a rat snake. I've only seen the rat snake probably three times in the past 10 years, but they're there. So every single time I would come back from a run, I would have like insects like that. My beard cat, like, I guess, yeah, running through the woods, like there's insects and there's like spiders. And every single time I've come home, I would see insects in my beard. And that was one, that was one that was one of the reasons where I was like, okay, this is getting too much. And, um, it's a lot of, like I said, there's a lot of things that you cannot eat. All right. Ramen is very difficult to eat without getting all that splash to, on your beard. So it's a freaking mess. Uh, croissant, like I mentioned, um, pasta, Natto, natto is fermented beans. I love that, man. It's it's like it's like a Japanese traditional traditional dish, or you know, natto fermented beans and fermented products. You know, when you pick up the beans, it there's this whole string that kind of pulls up, and that stuff gets all of your your beard. And because of that, I was not able to eat that. So, and I. I wanted to stop carrying around chopsticks because regardless of what type of food you're eating, the thing with a beard is you have to get the food into your mouth. And with a spoon and a fork, it's very difficult to really get it into your mouth without everything like 
all the drippings um, getting onto your beard. So I had to start carrying a chopstick. So go to a hamburger joint, right? First, you ask for a knife and a fork. And then you're cutting the hamburger into small pieces. And now to place a small piece into your mouth without getting it on your beard, I had to whip out my chopstick and I had to really aim it into or maneuver it into my mouth without any of the hamburger touching my beard. So I said, my my cousin's boyfriend, new boyfriend, um, the architect, that is when I decided to chop the sucker off. And um, I'd like to do it again one of these days, but... Uh, not only do you look like a beast when you have a a real beard, but uh, yeah, it's a freaking mess. So, come by chin chin chayo opai.
Right, so that was a band called Tokyo Blade. The track was Night of the Blade. The album is also Night of the Blade, released back in 1984. So, to me, it was like, man, it's like freaking Motley Crue, too young to fall in love, too fast for love style. So, I'm looking at the year. So, this album came, came out in 1984. Too Fast for Love was 1981. Too Young to Fall in Love is 1983, so I'm just going to say that it's very difficult just because it's only a year or two um, apart, but I'm going to say that Tokyo Blade saw, listened to Motley Crue, and they were like, yeah, that is what we want to do, that is what I want to sound like, so hence... Tokyo Blade is a band that uh, I know very little of, but every single time I listen to any of their tracks, I'm just like, well, takes me back to the Motley Crue, uh, yeah, 1981, 1983 kind of time, and uh, it makes me happy, so hopefully you found another band, um, and uh I really don't know anything about Tokyo Blade except for they're an English heavy metal band and they started back in 1982 and apparently after like 20 plus different members, they're still active. So if you liked it, yeah, go pick it up and again, tell them that uh, podcasting sells, man, because uh, yeah, Tokyo Blade, Blade, not Tokyo Blade, Tokyo Blade is the shit. So, all right, though. Enough. Gotta pour some nice acai. Enough of my nonsense already. So thank you very much for hanging out for it's been nine days in the the um the month of December. We have what uh nine, ten, eleven, twelve, three more to go. And uh yeah. Again, it's me, myself, and I because I was completely banned from the Dog Days of Podcasting is a place where they started this whole 12 days of podcasting in the month of December. But since uh, since I have Japanese in my feed, I was completely banned, I guess. But who cares? So, MetalMoment.com is where I live. On Twitter, it's Metal Moments. On Facebook, it's Metal, uh, metal Moments. On Instagram, uh, where I post a lot of pictures of... Not so much anymore. I used to do a, a lot of food, but not too much anymore. But a lot of beer, um, a lot of vinyl, really getting back into the vinyl thing. So, um, trying to build my vinyl collection back up again uh, with a lot of random bands. Um, what else? Metal Moment, metal moment at gmail.com is where you could send emails or if you'd like to record your voice message on your smartphone and email it to me, metalmoment at gmail.com is where you could do that. Or if you're like old school style uh, and if you'd like to leave a voice message, you can call 1-707-78-METAL. That is 1-707-786-3825 and let your sexy ass voice be heard, baby. So, <clears throat> Thank you for tuning in, man. Um, Drunkado. Drunkado is, it goes from 0.8 to uh, 
you start from 0.8 because when you drink the night before and then when you wake up in the morning you're 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 never at zero you always start at a drunkardness 0.08 ish and um by the end of the day you know you're kind of drinking again and um if you go too far you'll hit 5.2 i don't well i know why 5.2 is the maximum but yeah it's just a random number that i made there is a reason but um yeah there is a reason that i cannot talk but so i guess we'll do it again maybe or i would have to record it again tomorrow maybe right because there's only three more episodes, but how many more days? Four or five more days uh, of December. So I hope <clears throat> I hope everybody had a fantastic Christmas, and uh, we'll do it again tomorrow. Don't worry, got Mr. Roboto, kanpai chin chin chayo, bye. Hosei ni ara chiaki deshita. All right, outs. Oh yeah.